I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, January 2024, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, happy 2024. We are back. And according to Larry David and Curb Enthusiasm, for any Curb fans out there, yesterday was the last day that we can wish everyone a happy new year. So we're a day late, but we hope you all forgive us. We also hope that you all had a great holiday, and we hope that you're settling back into the regular schedule a bit better than Pharrell Williams who had a bit of a tough time parking his new Tesla Cybertruck in Miami over the weekend. Pharrell reportedly tried for 10 minutes to parallel park the 18 and a half foot truck outside a Louis Vuitton store before eventually giving up and letting a valet take over. I wonder how the valet did with that. Now, if we could only all defer to a professional when we can't squeeze into that perfect parking spot, I know I could use that, although I'm getting a bit better. Peepals, we've got a great episode to start out 2024 for you today. For our first story, no snow and more doe mark disappointing ski season. For our second story, 2024 turning into a major test for Apple. And for our third story, we're adding a new surprise addition to the peak day. We'll get there in a second. For our first story, as if the $15 poutine at the chalet wasn't bad enough, poor snow conditions and high demand have marred this year's ski season at popular Canadian slopes. Some of Canada's biggest ski destinations are experiencing historically low levels of snowfall, getting anywhere from half to just over a quarter of the snowfall they typically see this time of year, says per the CBC. At the same time, people are desperate for some fresh paths, with long lines reported at popular resorts like Whistler, despite lift tickets that can cost up to $2.99 per day. It matters because once a relatively accessible winter activity, industry consolidation, rising demand, and warmer winters are turning skiing into a hobby mainly on offer for people with plenty of cash to spend. One study found the price of downhill skiing had increased by 200% between 2000 and 2017. Now, 10 years ago, three-day passes for Whistler were selling for as little as 219, less than a single-day pass on most days this year. That's happening because large resorts like Owners Vale, which owns Whistler, and 40 other resorts in North America, have scooped up the lion's share of the most popular mountains on the continent. And nobody is making more mountains these days. That dominance in the market, along with the ability to improve the skiing experience through large investments in tech like artificial snowmaking, allows them to charge serious premiums. Which brings us to the bottom line. The day of ski bums hitting the slopes on cheap tickets are finished. If you want to ski big resorts these days, expect to pay big bucks. For a second story, don't feel too bad for the world's most valuable company, but the new year is increasingly shaping up to be a challenging one for Apple. Here's why. A report that the U.S. Justice Department is preparing to file a major antitrust lawsuit against Apple is the latest troubling news for the tech giants. According to the New York Times, the Justice Department is wrapping up an investigation focused on how the company uses its ecosystem of hardware and software to lock in customers and quash rivals. And that's not all. Apple is entering 2024 against a number of headwinds that threaten to end its 15-year streak of racking up win after win including phone woes, sliding iPhone sales over the holidays, along with worries over the growing scope of China's ban on the device, have soured big investors on the company. They're AWOL in an AI. Nearly two years after the launch of ChatGPT, Apple has yet to get into the generative AI game, while competitors like Samsung gear up to launch new devices with built-in AI capabilities. And App Store splits. The EU's Digital Market Act will be enforced come March, forcing Apple to offer European users the ability to install apps from outside the App Store and use third-party payment processors. 
This all matters because all of the challenges raise the stakes for Apple's entry into the AR world with the launch of its Vision Pro headset in the coming months. The Vision Pro is unlikely to be a big revenue driver in the short term, but Apple is betting that it will eventually turn into another super profitable hip product like the iPhone and watch. That brings us to the bottom line. In 2024 will be a critical test of Apple's ability to extend its dominance in tech from an era dominated by smartphones to one shaped by, well, AI. And Peak Pals, for 2024, we are changing up the peak daily. Instead of a third story, we're going to give you a roundup of our big picture. This is going to be a lightning round of sorts, where we give you all quick snippets into the biggest stories that you need to know to get through your day. You can think of it this way. We're adding more news into the Peak Daily in about the same amount of time, in fact, maybe even less. So we'll start running through them with you today, and we'll add this in every day after that for our first big picture. Honda ponders $18.5 billion Canadian EV plant. Honda is considering building an electric vehicle plant somewhere in Canada as part of an $18.5 billion project that could include in-house battery manufacturing. The Japanese automaker is looking at several potential sites for the plant, including near its existing facility in Alliston, Ontario. Canadian Airlines confirmed they don't fly the 737 MAX 9. Canadian Airlines, including Air Canada and WestJet, confirmed that they don't fly Boeing's model that made headlines when an Alaska Air flight using the aircraft saw its door blow off mid-flight over the weekend. U.S. regulators have grounded some of the 737 MAX 9 models operating in the U.S. as they inspect the planes. And an incumbent wins controversial Bangladesh election. Bangladesh's Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina had retained her title as the world's longest-serving female head of government in a controversial election that was widely protested. Many voters and the opposition leaders boycotted the polls over Hasina's government crackdown on protests. Human rights groups have warned that Bangladesh, formerly one of the world's largest democracies, is sliding into one-party authoritarian rule. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and give us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great week, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.